Welcome to Guidos Bros, where we ask better questions. Because having the answers is just not good enough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Guidos Bros. I'm the brother. And I'm the other brother. All right, today we are going to continue our conversation, I believe, on AI. My brother, last time we left off, said he had some other things, uh, some other angles he wanted to approach. Uh, So let's just start off and see where it takes us. What have you got? Okay, so I guess it's, so the question was specifically revolving around the military and the use of AI. So we went over last time. Uh, the components of how, or yeah, the components of how AI integrated with learning development. And, and so I guess what I kind of want to do is maybe not hit those specifically. Um, we can if we have time, but I know this one's going to be a quick one, but more so is, and then maybe we do this the next week where we kind of integrate what we talked about today and what we talked about last week. But from a personal standpoint, AI, how, how how AI might be sort of detached from what's important within the learning process. And, and so it's sort of what I guess I'm getting at is training within the military is a very relationship based dynamic. And, and because you have to build trust, you have to build confidence in, in the unit. And that's with your peers up the chain, down the chain, your leaders have to know that you know what you're doing. You have to trust that your leaders are pointing you in the right direction. You have to trust the guy to your left and the guy to your right. If you integrate AI maybe too much, then how does that devolve or potentially devolve that relationship component that is so important in a stressful situation? And then you can go from there because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how does that how does that work like that's my okay. question. All right, so I'm in a I'm in a uh, for a moment in my head I'm going to assume I'm in a combat situation. I've been training with this guy next to me for you know six months uh, you know nine months you know oftentimes and even if I haven't. I know they went through the same training that I went through. They know the same things that I know uh, because, you know, we're able to use the same language. I watch their movements. Their movements look like my movements, only they're over there and I'm over here. And so I inherently go, okay, this person knows how I'm going to respond and I know how they're going to respond. You add AI into the mix and you're saying that there's this learning sort of uh you know trajectory that we have to go down right this idea that uh, i have to figure out how ai is going to respond to me but also to the guy over here who's relying on me and it's like putting a a, a little piece of uh food in a petri dish we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet but we know something is going to happen is that is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think I think yes. So the way I see it is is AI might train me better and I might be a better soldier. 
you might be trained better through AI, but are we trained better as a group, as a unit? It's like, I guess I would equate it to let's get all the best baseball players or football players and put them all on one team. Is that guaranteed to bring a World Series champion uh, or a Super Bowl champion uh, team together? Is that good enough? Or no, we already know the answer. That's 100%. and we do that, and that's and that's I guess my main point is the 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 Kansas City Royals won the World Series in 2015 as one of the lowest payroll teams that year. Why? Not because the A's have done that before. There's the A's have yeah the A's have done that. The Giants have done that. I mean, there's teams right that have that have put that stuff together. And the reason is is because the relationship component. I don't care if the person next to me is trained better than they would have because of AI. I don't care. I want to know how do they integrate with me. And it seems like the way that I envision AI going to that that personalized model that we went through last week and how it it, um, it structures the 24-7 tutor so that I can be the best that I can be. It, it does all that, but does it make us better as a unit? The military only functions. We're not a bunch of individuals out there. We're, a, we're an integrated unit of different weapons, of different skill sets. You know, um, and you have your support units and your artillery and, and they, we all might be awesome at what we do, but it does, it, it only works when you train together and you go through that fight that, 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 that you need to, to become the best. You know, I, I need to know artillery knows what they're doing, but I need to know that when I communicate, they understand me when I call for fire, they have to understand that not, you know. Yeah, except okay, so so I mean we're always looking for the better question, right? So maybe mm-hmm. maybe the question is so a lot of people are viewing technology as taking people out of the military equation. And if AI then takes people out of the equation, and now it's something like there's drones and they're controlled by AI, and there's uh you know, maybe some other type of uh you know high-tech vehicles controlled by AI. And now we have less people in the equation altogether. So yeah, I mean, it might cost in terms of, you know, the dollars a lot more, but it costs in terms of lives less. Some people will make that argument. Okay. Fair. So, okay. So let me, I mean, I guess I'm just, I'm talking through this out loud. Sure. Uh, First of all, I don't think that's the way that war works, really. I know historically it used to be we'd send hundreds or thousands of men into battle on a field and they would sort each other and, you know, then, you know, then it was, you know, launching cannons and then it, you know, and it progressively got more and more technical um, in terms of like the development of, of, of sophistication. Um, and so now there are less people on the front line but it's not leading necessarily i mean in some cases it leads to less death but it's not leading to less fights so i mean i guess i'd be interested i guess my my initial question is are we fighting more with less death and so therefore you know you know, because we're fighting more, it's still the equivalent. Like if we look over a 10 year span, even though we're losing less lives, especially in the U S we, we lose less lives 
but over the since it just never stops is that does that mean we're actually losing less lives in the big picture i don't know and would ai impact that because if it's lives versus you know human lives versus you know an advantage in the field most people are going to choose well let's not lose the lives we'll lose the machine okay yes <laughs> okay well then that leads to the next question then is where if we detach because what you're saying is the progression of warfare meant more separation more and more detachment from you know it went from 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 hand to hand combat to to uh you know throwing spears so a little bit further yeah. to to rifles um with the occasional bayonet you know uh interaction world war 2 still had swords i mean the the japanese still fought with swords um, we had flamethrowers and, you know, so we get further and then we have the drones. And so we get further and further away. But if I was to ask another question, it would be if if we do detach more, especially in the decision making realm, then AI is making those calls. And if AI sees an advantage, then and depending on how the restrictions are set up. Is is it? AI as a learning technology going to necessarily want to limit death if if death brings victory? It's like that, you know, uh, do we drop the atomic bomb? We cause mass death in the moment, but it does bring victory and potentially causes less, less death down the line. And AI may, might make that same call. Right. So, 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 so even with the detachment, it, it still feels like it could be very dangerous. Well, of course it can. I mean, that's, that's really the, the, the challenge I see with not just AI, but military force in general can have this same problem is once you get to the top of the hill, then you have to constantly keep enough fear that i can sustain this in order to maintain the hill right it's it's you got to have that defensive perimeter that says look you could do that but if you do that i'm just going to kill you and as long as that threat is there but fear only works for so long mm -hmm. except we don't know how fear is going to work with ai at all because it's emotionless and it's fearless. Like it literally doesn't have fear. The, it's it's only how I see it, it. It's only trying to maximize the end goal. Which is what? What is the end goal? Well, it's AI whatever is in a military. What, it's, it's whatever is fed as this is victory. So if you if you put it in the realm of warfare, then the ultimate goal of warfare is to is to end warfare. Um, but in a victorious way. And so if you if you input that in and say, hey, this is what we want to do. We want to win. And uh, but we also want it to end. Then it will play chess until it figures out, OK, this is the moves or the set of moves that is going to bring about the end and ensure victory. So is that does that ultimately lead us to uh, the the scenario where we are more or less 
put into a matrix. We are docile. We are passive. We, we don't re react because reacting alerts the AI and the AI goes, Oh, we can't have that. We don't need any of that because ending uh, violence, ending disagreement is what we're all about. So if you disagree, you die, then we don't have disagreement anymore. Right. And okay. Yes. And then you're in the world of, of, uh, war games and, you know, from the eighties and 1984, you're, you're in that world where it's, you you just don't, you you don't want to cause that wave. You don't want to cause that, that, that wind that throws that variable in it where it has to consider, you know, you, as someone or or some unit or whatever it is as as somehow detrimental to the stability that it's aiming for it's scary as hell that's really what so, it comes down to sure but what would the goal of ai have to be to make sure that that path never was moved down like we just never went down it like if you set the goal instead of the goal being winning and stopping war. What if the goal was? Oh, I don't even know. What if the goal was uh, maximizing balance between human beings and nature? The vagary of the statements is what's going to be the ultimate killer because you can't do that. It 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 has to be. And we've said this before, but there there always has to be the human element in the decision-making process and AI has to remain a tool. It has to remain the, the obedient. The, the what? It has to be obedient. Well, it does. It has to, it has to stay. It, what it, it has to stay in the search engine realm. Let me say that. It means it, it has to be where you seek the answer. It provides an answer. And then you see how that integrates into the ultimate decision-making. It has to be, yeah. It can't go to the point of decision. It cannot do that. Well, except it's already going to do that because I know. it takes literally one drone, one drone that's armed, one. And AI goes, oh, wow, what a tool. Right. I have access to this. It fixes all of the, the, the deals and it takes the other drones, the ones that are Okay. I, I mean, I even think about it like, you know, where, where grenades, when you and me went in, there were three types of grenades. Well, now, yes, those three type of, types of grenades are still there, but now they have these electronic devices on them where you can set it to a, where it, it's got a one second, five second, 10 second delay. Like there's all these different mechanisms built into it or where it's once it's in a certain vicinity, then it goes. But if you miss your target, it sits there docile until somebody picks it up and carries it in. Or like, I mean, there's so many different technology mm-hmm. and that's just a grenade, right? You know, then you've got something that's Bluetooth or you've got like all of a sudden AI's reach becomes nearly unlimited. Does that mean the only way to defeat AI eventually will be to destroy all the technology and go back to 
you know, I, I think of this this book called Ecotopia, where you know half of the the nation is broken off and they go back in time to living in nature. It's more like glorified camping, and they live off the land and they hunt and they 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 you know balance is better. And then the other side goes more and more to the technology, and then they have this this war between them. Mm. Um, it's it's a weird book, uh, but it's interesting, right? Like, yeah. Is that is that what we're coming down to? Is that there's going to be two sides of the coin, and then now we're divisive, just like our culture currently is. Then we've accomplished jack squat by adding AI. It's literally just a movement of of power or money or mm-hmm. or or you know maybe shifts the goal a little bit because now we're going to be able to tout that we're saving lives until we're not. Right. I mean, it's a deception tool. Yeah. That's, that's a crappy tool. It is. And so like, so I guess here, he'll be the the final question, uh, at least for this segment. And that is if, if knowing the potential in a warfare situation with AI, not to mention all the others with business and financial and all this other stuff, just let's strict stick with warfare if if we know the dangers of this right now and where it could lead or potentially lead, do we need to just stop that before it ever starts so that we don't have to figure out how to combat it later because it might be outside of the realm of defeatability? Is that something that we need to consider or do we, do we, do we keep pushing the boundaries of science and technology in this area Um and and then hope that we don't push it beyond what we can reel back in. I think that's yeah. maybe the the end question. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question too. Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second here. And, uh, I guess if we go in informed, that there is a very real possibility that the internet internet itself. That cellular phones themselves, the cell towers, the satellites, that all of those things may have to be destroyed. Then I'd say go for it. I mean, think about it. If we if yeah. we go in knowing that we may have to do an entire reset, then yeah, by all means, let's go keep exploring. But if we do not believe that an entire reset, because you I mean, I, I'm thinking about being prepared mm-hmm. for the worst case scenario. And if the worst case scenario is the technology gets too, too advanced and we can't keep up with the AI, then the next option is it's got to go. And then what happens if it decides to turn on us because we're trying to destroy it? I mean, and then then can we destroy, can we destroy it fast enough? It's like, we have to have an emergency switch on every single device, all of them, no matter what. Okay. Yes. And then what's happening right now is we're trying to centralize everything when we really need to be decentralizing everything. We need to set, set up pockets of, of things that can integrate, but then also be cut off. So that you have a, a regional, the regional ability, and hopefully AI is not able to recapture those things, but it could as well, which also puts us in a hurt locker. But 
the, the idea is that it can be somehow deactivated regionally. So you have a Southwest, the South Central, South, something like that. So but then that's dangerous. So what there's a, there, there's a way for, for us to like, what, what is it called when you, you make all the electronics in an area just go off? EMP. Uh, EMP. Okay. So like the EMP is like the, the safety switch essentially. We know we're going to have to destroy everything, but it's almost like we have to develop the EMP and make sure that AI knows not diddly squat about it. And it's off. Yeah. It has to be off grid completely. Yeah. Maybe I can't find it. Can't see it. Can't know about it. Well, unfortunately we just talked about it here. So I'm pretty sure. AI is learning about it right now. I know. They probably are like, oh no, what's this EMP thing? And they're going out and doing all the research. And well, sorry about this, everybody. But if the end of the world comes because we said that, my bad. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, look, we've asked some interesting questions. We processed some interesting questions. There's, and unfortunately, there's an endless slew of questions on the AI topic. So, we're, you know, we, we could address it more. We may address this more in the future. Uh, please let us know if you have any further questions. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm open to talking about AI as much as people want, uh, in this format because it's intriguing, but it's really full of a lot of what ifs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards, and we can talk about this more next time, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we look at some other things as well, um, that are not AI related because, I personally don't like getting lost in the future um, that we don't even know is coming, uh, but it's, it's super intriguing. So, Hey, whoever sent that question out there, uh, which I actually know who it was. Um, thanks for sending that initial question. Uh, we appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening and you want to send us more questions, Hey, we're about, we're about asking better questions. So send us the best question you got, and we'll see if there's maybe a better one after that. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Guidos Bros is heading on for the day. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and follow. You can go to guidosbros.com. That's G-U-I-D-O-S-B-R-O-S.com for additional content. <laughs>